coming up. Of course, he denies uh, any involvement in his wife's disappearance. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Family and friends of Maya Miliete held a vigil earlier this month for the missing mother of three who disappeared from her home in Chula Vista, California, over a year ago. She was last seen alive on January 7th, 2021. Her husband, Larry Miliete, was charged in October last year with her murder. It's been really hard, you know, for like the entire family. You know, it's again, we said, you know, it's been a nightmare for the whole year. It's It's been a struggle for the whole family. Um, just, you know, looking, just not knowing where she is right now, so we don't have any answers. We don't want it to become a cold case. So today we're just going to have prayers, we're going to have some songs, we're just going to honor Maya and pray for the, anybody, anyone that was involved, that they have a change of heart, um, pray for their family, pray for their comfort, pray for the children. I'm joined by David Goffertson, investigative producer at KFMB in San Diego. David, thanks for being here with us. Thank you. Remind us where things stand in terms of of Larry Miliete and and his court proceedings. Well, Larry Miliete is being held without bail in jail pending uh, his murder trial. Uh, He's made a few court appearances. He's tried to get bail and was denied. And he's coming up for a preliminary hearing uh, set for April where the first real presentation of evidence is due out. But there's been a lot of evidence and a lot of details of the case that's already been put out in the public. Um, uh, Maya Miliete went missing uh, January 7th of 2021. So recently it's uh, been one year since she has gone missing and uh, from her home in Chula Vista that she shared uh, with her husband and her three kids. And uh, they still have not found her remains. Uh, They search for her remains every weekend, uh, Team Maya volunteer search efforts every weekend. And um, prosecution of Larry Miliete is going to go forward whether or not uh, they find her remains. So the family is still searching and... As you said, some details of the investigation have come out. Are you able to share any of those other details? Uh, Well, yeah. Uh, Maya Miliete uh, was not having a good marriage uh, with her husband, Larry, and she was planning on filing for divorce. And in fact, she made an appointment with a divorce attorney the afternoon uh, on the evening uh, she went missing later that evening. So she was planning for a divorce. Uh, There are... um, reports that she may have had previous affairs. And uh, Larry Miliete uh, had actually hired spell casters, uh, according to prosecutors. Uh, they retrieved text messages between him and these spell casters where he, they were, uh, he was trying to pay these spell casters to make his wife stay in the marriage, uh, you know, make, make her love me. And uh, so they kind of paint a picture of a desperate husband trying to cling on to his wife. And she apparently had had enough and was filing for divorce. Then she goes uh, missing uh, on January 7th of last year. Uh, Surveillance video in the neighborhood from ring doorbell cameras. Uh, 
capture him leaving the next morning and uh, not coming back for 11 hours. They also capture uh, the sound of what sounds like gunfire uh, at 1030 at night on the night she went missing. And uh, so there's all this circumstantial evidence, but there is no body. And uh, basically, Larry Miliete's argument is uh, that she ran away voluntarily and that she's not dead. So um, all this evidence is going to have to come out, but it clearly is a circumstantial case. And uh, these volunteers who have been searching every weekend uh, are, you know, they admit they're looking for her body. They don't believe she's alive. And um, so if her body is found, that is going to have a big impact on the murder trial coming up. It makes it a much more solid case if her remains are found. Uh, but like I say, they're going to go ahead with this prosecution whether or not they find her body. And when you say it's clearly a circumstantial case, is there any reason to believe that investigators or prosecutors might have more behind the scenes or have they come out and said that plainly? Well, when he was arrested in October, they kind of laid out the details in an arrest warrant and the district attorney threw a press conference and um, talked about the evidence against him. We don't know why they decided to arrest him on October 19th. So was there something else they have uh, that they're not revealing? Uh, it's possible because th there wasn't any big break in the case right before they arrested him. They're still searching uh, for her every weekend. And uh, so, you know, it's hard to say whether anything's going to come out at the preliminary hearing or whether they're just going to continue to paint this picture of Larry Miliate, uh an estranged husband, and then his departure on the day, day after she went missing. And uh, he did not bring his cell phone with him. He's gone for 11 hours in a vehicle. He leaves his two kids uh, behind and takes the four-year-old with him for 11 hours. They do have a uh, navigation system ping on the vehicle he was in. Uh, and it pings as if he was checking a map uh, two and a half hours before he arrives home. So this gives prosecutors uh, a public plea that they put out uh, saying that he could have been, he could have disposed of her body two and a half hours from the home. But uh, it's not uh, for sure by any means. Uh, we don't know what that ping was, where he was along his trip. And um, of course he denies uh, any involvement in his wife's disappearance. David, you've spoken to some family members. Tell us how they're feeling, how they're doing, how the kids are. Just Wednesday morning, there was a uh, court hearing uh, on the custody of the kids. Uh, as I say, Larry's in jail, and the, his parents, the paternal grandparents, uh, have custody of the kids. They're living in the same Chula Vista home where the family lived. They have their friends there. The kids have their friends there. They go to school there. But... Uh, Maya's family, uh, particular Maya's sister, uh, Mary Chris, has filed for guardianship of the kids. Uh, she feels like uh, the paternal grandparents uh, have uh, turned the kids against them and, and aren't being good parents. So there's this battle over guardianship going back and forth. And, uh, you know, Mary Chris and her husband Richard have been leading the search efforts on the weekends. 
And uh, this just this morning uh, in in uh, this guardianship case, it it sounds like Family Services in San Diego County is going to side with keeping the kids with the paternal grandparents in Chula Vista because they go to school there and all their friends are there. And the kids have indicated to uh, an attorney who is now representing them that they don't want to uh, move in with Mary Chris and Maya's family. Uh, so they will still have uh, visitation, both sides, whoever gets guardianship at the end of this. That uh, guardianship uh, trial is set for April, and uh, whichever side gets guardianship, the other side is going to get visitation as well. But there is uh, the judge uh, questioned uh, the attorneys today in court, urged them to come up with some sort of mediation, compromise, uh, you know, in the best interest of the kids. And the two sides are just so far apart, they cannot agree on anything. So that means the case might have to go to trial where, where the, the relatives and the paternal grandparents have to be deposed and there's evidence and witnesses and, you know, which house is going to be best for the kids. It's just going to be a long, dirty, drawn out trial. And if you look at some of the filings on both sides of the case, they get really nasty and dirty and personal, even against uh, Maya and her life. Uh, the paternal grandparents just filed a lot of paperwork, just bad-mouthing uh, Maya Miliete and, and uh, it's just going to be nasty if they can't come to some sort of agreement. David, what kind of sentence does Larry Miliete face if convicted? He faces uh, 25 years to life on the murder charge, a uh, couple more years on a possession of an illegal assault weapon charge. Um, but they have not filed special circumstances in this case, meaning at this point, he is not eligible for the death penalty. Uh, down the road, they could file special circumstances, but they're very specific types of charges um, that would make him eligible for the death penalty. Uh, poisoning, lying in wait, multiple murders, that sort of thing. This, uh, the 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 case they're painting against him is more of a um, crime of passion type thing where she was divorcing him and he uh, killed her on the evening that he found out that she had made an appointment with a divorce attorney. That's the case they're painting against him. A crime of passion is not a special circumstance that makes you eligible for the death penalty. David Govertson, investigative producer, always good to have you on the show. We appreciate your time. Thanks. Thank you. You've been listening to The Daily Crime, a podcast from Vault Studios. Be sure to check out our other podcasts, including Bardstown, The Officer's Wife, and our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.